this episode 11. This week we'll be covering season three of Game of Thrones, episodes one, two, and three. Uh, we are your hosts. This is Nicole, and I have Armani here. What's up, guys? And we've got Mo. Present. Hey. All right. So, how's everybody doing? We took a little bit of a break, a little bit of a hiatus. So. Yeah, I've been, doing, I've been doing the most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. They're doing the most is continuing this weekend as well. So let's start. With, let's start with that. How was the Super Bowl? Uh, I didn't go this year. No, I went to the game. No, I went last year, but I didn't go this year. Like the plug, the plug came through, but they were still trying to charge a little bit more. Like it's kind of, I kind of got spoiled because I went to the Super Bowl last year for free. So I'm just like, I ain't paying no more. Nah, <laughs> you go for free now. I, I don't want to pay. So I could have went, but I didn't feel like. Spending that kind of bread for some yeah. teams that I clearly care less about. So it was fun, though. Yeah. I mean, it was actually not as, as busy as I thought it was going to be in the city. Like, it was really busy. There was traffic. But, and they was hitting over the head of like all the clubs and stuff like that bars, lounges, um, events. But it was fun, which lets me know. I say all that to say, I know Atlanta the way it was, and I know the city. Mm-hmm. Next year's Super Bowl is not going to be fun. It's going to be fun, but it's going to be a it's going to be a hassle, and I'm just not mentally ready. So where is it going to be at next year? Miami. Oh yeah. You know what? I feel like they're trying to put it in cities to draw people because they know the game's not doing it. Uh no. Nah, I mean, you kind of. But there's two things that Super Bowl does every year when they try to get people to go. They try to keep it in warm weather cities, and they try to give it to stadiums and build new stadiums, to teams and build new stadiums. So, obviously, Atlanta got this year because they built a new stadium three years, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Miami renovated their stadium, so now they got it. Tampa renovated there, so they got it. Um, it's going to be in L.A. in three years, and obviously the Rams are building some super stadium that's going to be kind of rivaling, you know, the Cowboys, Jerry World. Um I know the Vegas team is going to get a Super Bowl when they finish their stadium, which is going to be a Super Bowl that I probably won't go to because I don't want to be in Vegas for a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, I, you think you want to, but nah, not really. Mm. Like, it's going to be out of control in Vegas. So. I just go for the festivities. You know, I enjoy having doing her rare things with my her rare friends <laughs> and, my, and, my, and my cousin. Because my cousin works for uh, Marriott International, so we get all our events too. Okay, well, you know what? So, that's always a good thing to have since the game was trash, right. and the halftime show was trash. So. Right. so that was a recap of you doing hood rat things with your friends, Armani. What kind of hood rat things you do with your friends? Nothing. We've been doing nothing but wholesome activities. Mm-hmm. We all just been working and playing Uno aggressively. So. And getting piercings. Yeah, and getting piercings. $1 piercings. <laughs> That's the only reason why. You can get uh, uh, college students to do anything for $1. Do you, are, uh, are you supposed to trust $1 piercings? I mean, they legit do it, but the people, the piercer is a little aggressive. Well, because you got a bunch of fucking kids in your your shop who aren't getting tattoos and just came for the dollar piercings. What the fuck do you think is going on? They, like, they're going to be mad aggressive. His only job is to pierce people. 
It's not like a tattoo artist. Tattoo artists don't do piercings. They have a piercer. that That's all they do is just pierce people. So I guess, yeah. But we were waiting in that line for like an hour and a half. Oh, well. Yes. For a piercing? They were a dollar. <laughs> that's why he was mad aggressive. Because there was mad people there to get a dollar piercing. Nah, I'm cool. Normani, pierce? I pierced my tragus. What the fuck? Is that the... Technical yeah, that's the technical technical term for it. I thought it was just cartilage in your ear. Nah, the cartilage is well. I mean, it is mostly just cartilage, but they refer to the cartilage piercing as the one that's just like the one hole at the top of your ear. Okay. Because this is the one that goes through like the side of your ear, like where you tuck your earbuds into. That's where it goes. That's your tragus. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was our science section. <laughs> you got it, dude. <laughs> All right. So, season three, episode one. Okay. Yeah. So, season three, episode one. Scared of parents. Uh, Bilardo Harris. So, uh, John meets Torrance. You're saying it right. You're not saying it right. You got to say it like Jock can say it. How does Jock can say it? I say it with like the, that Russian, that Russian he was going to be like, Falado Hayris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to say it like Russian, like you Russian. Falado Hayris. You know what? I was watching um, episode, I think it was episode six. And when um, Melisandre says it to, um, oh God, that guy. Who is the priestess, the red priest. Um, when she says it to him, like when they said it to each other, I was like, that sounds mad official. Like, mm-hmm. and their exchange. And, all, and that was like one that made me realize how much shit I never paid attention to in that episode, also. Um, but obviously, we're not going to skip ahead to that. Um, but yeah, you're. you're so, yeah. So you ain't say it official. Whatever. I'm not even going to try again. Like, I'm getting <laughs> I'm a black girl from South Jersey. I ain't got that accent. I don't got it either. What you mean? Made it work. All right, then. So you make it work, too. (sighs) (laughs) Heidi's. Yeah, I yeah, we got to get the accents where they fit in. If they yeah. say hot dog in a uh, Game of Thrones, we'll yeah. call you. Yo, first off, I'm about yeah, to smash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one to say that now because you keep fucking with me because of the way I say it. So I'm not even saying that at this point. I'm just not going to say nothing. Hot dogs and water. Yeah, we bitch about the fight. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because <clears throat> they uh like you gotta you gotta yeah you gotta have that accent. Like I be watching the Joe Budden podcast and when they talk about Ariana Grande, they be rolling them R's and it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> they be like Ariana Grande. <laughs> you gotta say it right. Okay. Well, I don't have it. I don't feel like that was any better. Either. Yeah, that was not better at all. Okay, just go ahead, move on. so john meets Tormund. a we finally get you know Tormund. um so sam and the white walkers reach commander mormont and i thought we didn't cover this already how the fuck sam is still alive yeah we did we just said it was the most unrealistic like scene in the show it just made no sense okay well so john wants to be free um let's see Syrian, uh, Syrian. Tyrion doesn't trust Cersei's feelings. Mutual. 
Um, oh, okay. So this is when Tyrion gets said to talk to Tywin, and Cersei's all like, "What the fuck you need to talk to him about? Like that's not his dad." Yeah. And it's not being nosy. Yeah. Basically, like you tried to have me killed, you don't get to ask questions. So this is another one of those great moments between the two of them, where it's like they have that. It feels like a real sibling bond. Like that. Are you gonna go tell on me? What are you gonna tell him? Like, mm-hmm. I need to know before you go tell on me. Type situation. That's right. I got. Um, Sir Davos is still alive. He survived the Battle of Blackwater. Yeah, when you washed up on that rock. On the outskirts of King's Landing, mad sunburn. With no fingers, <laughs> fingerless and like third degrees burns right. on his his forehead. Like that was <laughs> just looked so fucked up. His forehead was a wreck. Um, so like, um he washed up. Oh, because he washed up on Dragonstone. How did he make it all? Oh no. Okay. So he, he washed up on a rock, and the black guy. That his friend found him and took him back. Yeah, he took him to Dragonstone. The, what was his name? I don't know. He was like the best pirate in Volantis, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. We covered him briefly. The one non-slave black guy on the show. Outside of the richest man of Karth. Who was an asshole. So, that's a good recap. Um, (laughs) So, Rob and the Boltons, um, Rob and Daddy Bolton reach Harrenhal. Um, so there's 200 dead Northmen there. So, like, who, when did these Northmen get killed? Like, were they riding for Heron Hall and then they just got their asses whooped and they left their bodies there and then Tywin left? Mm. This is where I was confused. Was Heron Hall where Arya and Gendry left? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I thought they went to go attack Heron Hall and then Tywin was just like, all right, we don't need to be here anymore. So who killed them? If Tywin left, because Tywin left because he went and saved King's Landing. So if he left Harrenhal, unless he slaughtered 200 dudes before he bounced. Is that what to believe? I mean, I didn't see it. I didn't think he killed that many people. I, I don't know. That was kind of a, yeah, yeah, I missed a moment in the show. There was no real explanation. I guess I didn't think it was that important. Okay, so it wasn't us. It was the writers. Yeah, it was one of those things that just kind of thrown in there. All right. Uh, Rob puts his mom in the cell. We meet uh, Maester Kyburn. I had always wondered where the fuck he came from, and now we know. I put in my notes. They should have let his ass rot. <laughs> had they not saved him, so much shit would be different. Mm-hmm. First off, they wouldn't have been able to save the mountain. Yeah, that's what I was say. That was his main contri- contribution. We wouldn't have had the mountain. We wouldn't have had the wildfire. Right. Ooh, and it had a huge, what's right. it called, crossbow? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It did create that. You know, Game of Thrones is like the movie Crash, but on a whole nother level. Like saving. Please something... elaborate. <laughs> I said, please elaborate on that. Because it's like you save this one person's life or this minor interaction, you don't really think it's going to be that big of a deal, but then it plays a huge part in a whole mess of shit. Uh, the six degrees of separation deal. Yeah. Or not that not that six degrees of separation, the domino effect. Yeah. Oh, show. Um, how did Kyburn get to Searcy? I think we, do we get that later? Yeah, we get that later. Who? Because he, he ends up 
fixing Jamie. I think that's what it was. He went with Jamie back to King's Landing. Okay. Okay. Because he fixed his hand and then uh, Cersei was just like, okay, you can stay here. I like the fact that the other maester doesn't like you. Well, I mean, yeah. You're pressing, you're pressing up on his territory. Mm-hmm. Coming in without no chains. He's like a defunct maester, too. With the, with the black on, with the black on too. He ain't matching color. <laughs> All right. Tyrion and Tywin. Okay. So this exchange between Tyrion and Tywin was just like, damn. Because... Tywin telling him you're not fit for this name, but you just happen to have this name. So why didn't he just drown him whenever? Like, if he killed your wife, he's a dwarf, he's fucked up. Why not just drown him and say the baby didn't survive? Like, why put yourself through all these years of fucking hating this guy? Because he's still a Lannister. But no one would have known. Like, no one would have been any wiser. It would have been just one less Lannister. Like, if you felt this way about your son all this time, like, hated him since the day he came into this world, because you blamed him for your wife dying. Why even keep him around? Well, like, he's, he, was a, he was a Lannister. And that's, it's more of the, the point that he is a Lannister. It's like, you can't just kill your family. Because fam... What? What were the Lannisters... Quotes or the words we we still have not determined what the official words of the House Lannister are. Well, go on, man. I always pay his debts. But that's not official because I think at one point he asked, didn't Tywin ask Arya what House Lannister's words are? And she was like, Lannister always pay their debts. And Tywin was like, No, people think that is, but it's not. No, that was Bran. That was when the Maester was talking to Bran when Bran was like, Well, my mom's gone. So. Another one of the kids was having that conversation. <clears throat> All right, so um, yeah, Tyrion just wanted to be loved by his dad, and his dad just kept shitting on him. So I guess he just wanted his dad to check on him. Like that was his whole point for going there. He's like, "You didn't see me this entire time, and like my half my face is gone." Yeah, he okay. probably shit on him that whole uh, meeting, like as if he already wasn't kind of down on his situation. He just literally kept pounding it on, like, "Yo, you ain't shit." You know, you killed your moms, like the whole nine. Do you think that was kind of like the early foreshadowing to have Tyrion be like, you know what, I'm going to smoke you when I get the chance? <laughs> yeah, it, it really was. Like, I feel like that was that was the start, for sure. I feel like it was after he was like, you're never going to have Casterly Rock. That was during this conversation? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> yeah, like, at that point, he was just like, what is my point for fighting for this family? Because, right. like... You, Pretty much gonna let Casterly Rock rot there because Jamie can't inherit Casterly Rock because he's part of the King's Guard. Mm-hmm. So he's like, You'd rather have your family home demolished rather than give it to a dwarf. And his answer was yes. <laughs> Straight up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are absolutely right, sir. You ain't having none of this. <laughs> Just some okay. bad Game of Thrones. So, Roz warned Shay to watch Sansa around Littlefinger. Roz was so wise beyond her station. The rise, I mean, the wisest prostitute in the brothel. <laughs> I, almost, I almost said some, some toxic masculinity shit just now. Text it to me, maybe I'll say it. And then it won't be toxic masculinity. <laughs> No, I mean, you know, it's 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 facts. It's not like I'm not stating the obvious. I was going to be like, you know, she's a good hoe. That's but, she. <laughs> like, like, it's facts. That's what it's, it's kind of what she is. But, you know. 
And she's good. She's green. You know, it could be toxic masculinity. Just I don't, I don't know. Here, here's not multi talented. I mean, obviously she was good <laughs> in her job. She was a good trainer, and she was a good like. Well, I don't know about secret keeper because because she didn't keep Littlefinger secret. She ended up telling bears, and then that's what resulted in her downfall. But yeah, he uh, definitely he definitely said, "Oh, you're gonna be telling my stuff, Joffrey. Let me uh let me tell you about." A favor I need you to do. You like playing with toys? Conversation went down. Like, that shit threw me all the way off. We're going to need to talk about that. That's a deep dive when we get there. I like how you just try to dress up Roz's resume. It's like one of those things where you're like, okay, I was a cashier, but I was a customer service. I can fucking work a resume. (laughs) (laughs) You give me a basic resume, I can touch it up. She was multi talented. Hmm. Really? How, how are you going to turn a resume from that to the yeah, well, yeah? What's wrong with you? So you so you're a liar? No, no, it's mm, it's basic lying one on one. Is what you're about to say? It's not lying. It's like taking out a thesaurus and you just use other wording. So instead of saying she was a hoe, she was in customer service. She provided the <laughs> service. She was mm-hmm. guest experience or yeah. guest ambassador. There, there it is. <laughs> she held a leadership ball. Uh-huh. Right. She's on. Uh, That's what you want to say. Uh-huh. She man- manages accounts. She's an account manager. <laughs> an account manager. Um... <laughs> she was the HR rep. She was <laughs> proficient in guest servicing. Oh, boy. You, you something else. Excelled in guest servicing, actually. Not just proficient. Sucking dick. Sucking dicks for money. <laughs> she was an entrepreneur. Yeah, you go. I took the words out. My entrepreneur. She's uh very well in in uh in, in marketing, getting and getting the name out there, like all of that. Boy, you you yeah, something now. She did that though. Recruiting. She had you recruiting talent. Recruiting. She was recruiting and training. She's very charismatic. Oh my god. That's what I'm about to do. I'm about to slide y'all my resume so you could you looking like the president the, the, the president of the United States. I got you. Need a resume doctor. Get at me. Um so uh okay. So so Davos returns to uh Dragonstone and then I like how Millicent they tried to shift blame all the doctors talking about this is basically all your fault because you told them to leave me and had I went, maybe y'all wouldn't have lost. It was kind of like, what help can I do, woman? You weren't going to fight nobody. She saw the opportunity to blame someone else, and she fucking ran with it. I mean, she really self... Uh, I'm not going to say... She, she Obviously, she's, she's selfish, but she's, she knows what it is, and she's projecting that on everybody else. Like She knows the power that she has, and so ain't nobody really going to mess with her. To me, like we get, we're gonna get to it in maybe the next podcast because I think it's see episode three or four when like she got a dip from Stannis, she be checking them like like nah bro, get your ass whooped. I'll be back though. Like let me let me do my work real quick. And he trying yeah. to really get on. He he trying to really get at her like nah, it's my show. And she's like no, not anymore. <laughs> You're but a mere the Lord of Light. Right. You're a puppet. It's okay. I got you, though. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. So, 
this Marjorie stops to meet the people. Um, Joffrey seems to have a little bit of respect for for a Marjorie. Do, do we call that respect, or is he just in awe of a female who's not kind of being told what to do? Like she has a mind of her own. So is Joffrey attracted to a free-minded, free-spirited woman? See, that's not how I took it. I took it as like when the first time you put a dog in water and they don't know really know what's going on. They're kind of just going with it, but they're just like, um, I guess. Like, what's going on? Like, I'll go with it. I got no choice, but because I feel like he wasn't prepared for that and he wasn't. But at the same time, he wasn't going to be like, no, we can't because that would have just messed up his whole role as king even further, but... Okay, a dog in water analogy? Sure, I'll run with that. Well. I mean, I get where she's coming from, because I kind of agree. Like, he could just walk over Sansa, and he realizes that, obviously, Marge has, like... I don't know, the Tyrells... Let's be real. Were the, Ty- the Tyrells more powerful than Starks? Mm. Yeah. He seems to have more money than everybody else. Like, everyone thought... That the Lannisters had money, but the Tyrells really had fucking money, as we find out later on. Uh, exactly. So, to me, that power, obviously, with the way they projected Marjorie in the show to be, like, just such a beauty more than Sansa, like, I feel like he a little sprung, you know what I mean? And then he sees that she kind of doing things differently, kind of taking control, and just like you said, he's kind of like... Uh, I was apprehensive at first, but I kind of like this. You know what I'm saying? Just like the pool analogy. Like, I jumped in, and I was a little worried. And I'm like, oh, this ain't that bad. Let me uh, let me go with the flow. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Danny meets the Unsullied, so we get the Unsullied. Um, the Masters of Flavor Bay is an asshole. Another one. That was one of my favorite Danny scenes. Or we haven't like, got there yet. Okay. We haven't got okay. there yet. <laughs> Baby steps. We don't get there. Wait, what was, the, what was one of your favorite scenes? She's, she, she's talking about the end of this episode. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. The end, of, the, uh, the end episode. of episode. Oh, okay. Nah. Episode three, I want to say, what is it? Episode five? When it's official? When the when the wine get handed off? That's my favorite part. Yes. That's that's what she's talking about. That's what she's referring to. Oh yeah, um, yeah. When 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 she when she hit that response in that Valerian, he was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> yo, you, you, you know this this whole time." <laughs> oh, because the shit he was saying was crazy. Oh, it was going ham. Uh, okay, um, so the fact that they had. Every single unsullied had killed a newborn baby. Like, that shit was crazy. 8, and how many unsullied did he have? 8,000. 8,000 newborn babies murdered. How the fuck did that town still have a population? Like, 8,000 of them things. That's some dark shit right there. Not, not okay. To write, to write that in a book. It was like, hey, we're just gonna murk off a bunch of babies. Like, yeah. different. Yeah, not not okay. Not even a little bit. Oh, the warlocks send a little midget mercenary to kill Danny, and she fails. And that's when we get uh, Sir Barrison Selby gets to meet Danny. So he's saved for life. Um, 
63 episode two, Dark Wings, Dark Word. Okay. So, no, not Dark Wings. I feel like that. that's honestly what I'm looking at this book. Like, that's what it looks like I wrote. I was like, Dark Wings. Yeah. What Dark Wings? Let's get dangerous. <laughs> Do we want that cartoon? Yes. Yes. What kind of. Sh- what kind of shit is that? Yeah, I want that cartoon. But I, do we want it in this modern-ass animation? No. No, I don't want anything else in this modern animation. Like Teen Titans Go? No. No. I I'll pass. Up turtles. Like, I don't like the way Turtles looks. What's wrong with, Honestly, what's wrong I don't with the modern animation? Spider-Man's in the modern animation. Y'all was ranting and raving about that. Spider-Man is different. Like that? No, no. Don't you, don't you do that. Keep it what it is. Okay, I'm talking about the way these cartoons look, not the movies. Like, cause okay, I mean, Killing Joke looked perfectly fine. What year did that come out? 18, 17, like 17, 16. Okay, well, which I would that, like, cause that was a good animated movie. I think really it would just depend on who did it. Like, it couldn't be a Nickelodeon show. Okay, maybe that's what. It is. Maybe all the animation is trash. Is that is that what um, Turtles comes on Nickelodeon, isn't it? I believe so. All right, maybe that's the problem. Because actually, Marvel Rising animation ain't that bad. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. No. Right, I mean, I hear you. But I'm I'm forties. Because I mean, this this is this is my deal. I'm for the remakes. I'm for people trying new things and trying to give us a new spin or new updated modern spin on things. Because guess what? If it's trash, you know what I'm gonna do. I'm going to say it's trash, and I'm just going to go back to watching what I originally watched. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, if this Aladdin is trash, guess what? The original Aladdin is fire. So I'm going to just go back and watch that again. Same thing with Lion King. Same thing with Dumbo. Like, I need Dumbo to be great. Huh? I need Dumbo to be great. Like, I mean, I would, I would definitely like for these movies to be solid, but if they aren't, you know, I have originals to fall back on. I can say right now you're going to go see Dumbo by yourself. I have no interest. I don't like Dumbo. Dumbo's right up there with Bambi for me. What? I don't compare Dumbo to Bambi. I don't have any interest. Boo this this woman. (laughs) Oh, maybe you were adopted. I I liked Bambi more than I liked Dumbo. What the fuck? Who likes Bambi? Dumbo didn't say nothing that whole movie. Yo, that was like the saddest shit ever. Like when his mom was rocking him through the the cage. You need to go back and watch Dumbo. I don't think you ever really watched Dumbo because they know that shit heavy. Crying. I highly doubt that she's gonna go back and watch Dumbo for you. (laughs) (laughs) We about to fire up this fire stick. (laughs) And. She about to look at you crazy. She about to fall asleep on that ass. Right. She gonna fall asleep on purpose. For real. Take the glasses off and everything. Yeah, when the glasses right. off, that's as, soon as, that, as soon as that glass come off, you already know what time it is. You get the heavy yawning. Yeah. Shut it shut it down. Yeah, that's crazy. We're gonna revisit that later because that is just not okay. Um anyway. So brand dreams of a boy telling him about the three eyed raven. Uh, Theon's a prisoner, but we don't yet know by who. Who's holding him captive? Um, well, I mean, we know, but we don't know. Uh, let's see. 
Brian and Jamie, I mean, Brienne and Jamie are bonding. Yeah, on their quest to King's Landing. <laughs> on their quest to return him to King's Landing. So, okay, pause. Top friendships on this show. What are the top friendships? Like, the top, like, buddies. Ari and the Hound for me. That was my favorite pairing. Like, friendship. Ari and the Hound for you? Yeah. I feel like that was really one of the best character-developing storylines on this show. Like, when he was traveling with her, and then afterwards, like, even the interaction with him and him and Brienne after, like, I'm talking, like, season seven. Um, Well, yeah, it's season seven, right? Season eight's what we're waiting for? Yeah. Okay, yeah, season seven, like, when the Hound was talking to Brienne about Arya. Yeah. Okay, well, what's yours? I'll give you that. Well, I can't, I can't agree with her because, you know, for for Devil's Advocation, I'm going to say probably best friendships. I think I'm going to go with Tyrion and Bronn. Tyrion and Bronn was yeah. good. That was a really good character. Uh, I, I had to put my two cents on. They just always was buddy buddy, you know what I'm saying? Like buddy buddy saved his life a few times. There's always jokes. You act like you were you started off as a sellsword, but clearly that sellsword has turned into like a good friendship and you know even when he left even when he left King's Landing, which hey, people foreshadowing coming to it, you know, he still came back to see each other, be cool, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, I like I think Brian and Jamie for me because I'm I'm wanting that ship to happen. See, that's more relationship. You ask friendships. Thank you, thank you. Tyler, talk to her. We don't care about these. You want to bust down? Nobody wanted to see the bust down. The one hand man and the six (laughs) footer. So I mean, okay, they were great, but then like I really, really want her and Tormund because we know Jamie's gonna die. So like, if Brian's gonna live happily ever after. Her and Torment, like that's the ship I read. You and this, you and this Torment obsession is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I, mean, I want him to be happy too. You think he ain't been knocking down these wilding girls for the longest? That's what I'm saying. Like in okay, the way he looks at Brienne later on too, like that's what just makes it even better because he's totally like this crazy wildling, but he's into like this proper like lady. Like she's a she's not a lady. No, yes, like he but, likes her because she's not a lady. He's like this giant right. woman. <laughs> oh, I'm a cl- I'm a climb this tree. You know, I can't do the deep voice like he do. He got a crazy deep voice. He's like, I like women that can beat me up. <laughs> yeah, nah. Big baby. No, I ain't rocking with it because I know anybody that's, that that can beat me up is gonna be taller than me. I ain't trying to rock with no six seven girl. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm chill on that. Uh, I'm six not, feet. Many of those. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's see. Sansa and Loris re meet because um, they've met briefly before, but now they actually like get to interact and talk. And she's like, "Oh, you gave me that flower," and he's like, "Yeah, that sounds like some shit I would do." He didn't remember her at all. Uh, not even a little bit. Because um, he wanted that, oh, no, that boy pussy. Yeah, I said it <laughs> again. <laughs> bring it back. We bring it back. Oh, the conversation with Lady Olena. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Okay. So this is when we get the first real introduction of Lady Olena um, and her amazingness. Like, she was just like, hey, just tell us the truth. Like, we just really want to know, like, is, is he as bad as we heard? So we see that Lady Olena is not, like, like, this is when she's, like, starting to really plot. Like, all right, this is what we're going to figure out what we're going to do. Because Joffrey's crazy. Yeah, you can see her. You can see her. She's my, my bad. What'd you say, Mo? I was saying you could see her like really you could you could tell over these last couple episodes of how she's seeing these interactions with Joffrey and she's really like analyzing how she gonna get him to fly the fuck out of here because <laughs> she knows he's just an evil, mean, terrible person. For sure. Um let's see. We got Lord Lord Karstark and Rob. So, like, this is Rob's ascension was pretty fast, and his descension has been slow and fucking painful to watch. Because it's like piece by piece, you're just watching these bricks, like, just be taken out, and you know it's going to come coming down because we have already seen the Red Wedding. So, we know how this ends, but just like going back and rewatching it, it's like just piece after piece like okay that was the brick that made this fall that was the piece that made this fall and it's just like it's it's the watch this down going, going, going back and rewatching it made me especially like these these last three four or five episodes it's made me realize two things just like you said i completely agree like the sadness of the breakdown of the starts you know what i'm saying not just rob but just how Sansa's about to go downhill, how uh, how Kat is just realizing, like, she'll never see Brandon Rickon again, and, she, you know, things are going downhill for her. Um, so just the demise of the Starks was really sad. Arya splitting up, you know, John going through his deal, switching sides and switching, you know what I'm saying? So I realized that, and two, really miss Lady O. Lady O was the coldest. Yeah, you know what? Later on, there's a great scene with like her and Tywin, and I was like, almost like, how did they not end up together? Like after his wife died, I'm surprised he didn't just try to marry her. Like, if you want to really solidify this house, be like, fuck marrying off your kids, you marry Lady Olena. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like there you go. There was some te- there was some noticeable tension in that room. I picked up on it. I could have seen it. Um. So okay, we get uh, Marin and Jojen Reed mm-hmm. meet them. So we meet an actual warg. Yeah, it was on a, or whatever. I mean, so we haven't seen the wildling one yet. No. I thought that already passed. Okay. Um, yeah, we saw him. No, he was. He was. We did see him. You're right. Because that's when when he met Tormund is when he met the rest of those wildlings. And that's when Ygritte told him that he was a warg and explained to John what that meant. So, uh, let's see. Jamie and Brienne are stopped on the on the road heading to King's Landing by those uh, Stark guys. And Brienne fucks them up. And two quick deaths in the slow one. And that's when Jamie learns that Brienne ain't no joke. Mm-hmm. It's not a game. Six footer got them hands. She started. She started. She started styling on them too. Towards the end of their fight, she was little not. one little one hand joints. Ooh, she was styling on. Them. For real. 
um, the Brotherhood without, or no, um, this is when the Brotherhood and Arya were sitting in that little bar at the end of this episode, and then her, um, Gendry and Hot Pie try to escape off. Before the mountain can see him. Yeah, or the hound. The, the hound, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what and then uh, the hound's like, what are you doing with the Stark bitch? And it's like, oh, first <laughs> off. <laughs> Why you gotta be well, so rude? Well, Why well, is he so angry? Watch your mouth. First off, watch your mouth. Like, was that called for? She's a child. Like, <laughs> and what did she do to Yeah, you? she didn't even do anything. Like, well, he's angry for no reason. Like, why I gotta be all that, player? Real. Alright, before we get into episode three, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. This week's episode of the House of Lords podcast has been brought to you by us. Yes, it's brought to you by us. So if you would like to help us sustain this podcast and grow this podcast, here's a few great ways you can do so. You could share the link to our podcast on your social medias. Let it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or even MySpace if you're feeling nostalgic. Yeah, use the hashtag BlurredPod. That's our hashtag. You can join the conversations that we're having. Let us know what you think about the things that we're talking about. On Twitter, you can use the hashtag pod in. That's a now listening hashtag. Those other people know what you're listening to as well. It's a great way to find other podcasts by creators of color. If you want to step it up a little bit and you want to help us out financially, you can check out our Patreon located at patreon.com forward slash house of blurs. We keep it simple. There you can donate as little as a dollar a month up to even more whatever you're so inclined to do. Um, there's some great giveaways on there depending on the different tier levels. Definitely check it out. Or if you're not too big on commitment, you can visit our PayPal at House of Blurds. And you can just hit us with a one-time donation because anything counts. Yes, every dollar counts. Any notes that are left with those donations, be it on Patreon or on PayPal, will be read out on the show. So we'll definitely give you a shout out because we greatly appreciate it. Again, thanks for listening. Now back to the show. All right, and we're back. So picking up where we left off. Season three, episode three, The Walk of Punishment. So Kat's dad died, mm-hmm. and her brother is bow and arrow. Y'all about to say that was the funniest. That was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> like you just come in, it's such a cold open of the episode, and he died, and then he's just trying to get send them off the right way. And this boy was just super lint with these flame arrows. Like you oh, would think. So he would have practiced at some point. Like, this is not something we prepare them for. This is the ritual of your no, ain't no practice. Ain't no practice. The man was cross-eyed as hell. He couldn't see the damn boat. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> listen. When they go to that scene in the, in the damn mess hall with Rob and, and Carr, and listen, he got the zooming in when he was talking to Rob. I was like, oh, my goodness. I forgot he was, like... Like cr- like a cripple cross-eyed. <laughs> he would hit no kind of boat. Oh my god. I'm gonna have to go back and like rewind it and watch that again. <laughs> what? How do you miss how did you miss that? That boat was like music soul child cross-eyed. Oh man. That's so mean. <laughs> hey man, I rock with music soul child. One of my top five favorite RB artists of all time. Yeah, I said it all time, but that's why that man wore shades everywhere he went. Yeah, but sad, <laughs> I don't think I really Right, that boy took his shades off for thirteen for thirteen seconds in a half crazy video, and I was like, I see why you have your shades on all the time. Cause man, how you have a lazy eye and a cross eye at the same time? 
<laughs> and that's why that and that's why that man was missing. How you missed three shots? Uh, and his uncle was like, "Just give me the goddamn arrow." Um, right with the no look no arrow shot too. Shona, that was that was so embarrassing. Um, so Tyrion joins the small council. So this scene here, where Tywin's sitting in there, and then like you got Varys and Littlefinger kind of walking, you know, walk in first, and then you know. Varys tries to, I mean, Littlefinger, like, starts speed walking past Varys to get a seat closest to Tywin. Um, and then, you know, Varys just takes the next seat, and you got fucking the maester um, comes in. And then Cersei's like, well, fuck all of you. I'm just going to take the chair around the table and go, like, the other side and sit right next to her dad. And then Tyrion's entrance was classic. Gold, gold. <laughs> I really thought he was going to pull it around the table and sit next to Cersei, which so is funny here. <laughs> I did too originally, and then he, you know, drugs it down to the other end. Being as loud as ever, like you just, yeah, you're gonna acknowledge that I am here, and my little ass has to drag this table, this chair, and that's what I'm gonna do. Like you're gonna, the, you're gonna put the smirk on the whole time, whole time you smirking. Yes, that was such a great Tyrion scene. Um, so Hot Pie gets a job baking bread, so he stays a little, uh, little innkeep. Or whatever. Um, and that was the end where um, on the road to King's Landing in the original in season one, where the little butcher's boy had got murdered. Mm-hmm. Where the hound killed him. Because she asked him that. She's like, do you remember the last time you were here? And he was like, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. I've been to a lot of inns on a lot of shitty roads. So, yeah. Arya hated him. And see, this that's why it was one of my favorite pairings. Because at the end... No, I think it really hit me when she was training with Jockin. And he was telling her to, like, tell the lies. And she's like, in the hound, and I hated him. And then he kept hitting her with the stick. And I was like, yeah, you didn't hit him. Shut up. Yeah, at the end, she didn't. No. Very true. Uh, let's see. Uh, so... Again, this was another scene where I felt bad for Kat because when she's in the window remembering her dad and she's like, I'll never see my sons again. Like, no, you will not. Yeah, yeah. No, you will not at all. Was this past the point where she ex- where she was sitting with Rob's... Rob hasn't gotten married yet, right? No. Okay, yes, never mind. Yes. He has? Was he married this one? Yes. Um, we were talking about if this was past the part where she was explaining the John story when she was explaining to um, Rob's wife when she was making the little the little things when she was telling her yeah. about, uh, well, that's what I, no that's, I, all I said last was I was saying that they were married like they, they got married a couple episodes ago yeah but we haven't gotten to that part yet that's not me um, so back to Crafters Keep. Yes, yeah, so I wrote for that. So they went back there. Uh, Melisande goes to get some king's blood. Okay, so this is when she dips off on Stannis and she's like, Yeah, I gotta go run some errands. And he's like, No, I need you here. I want you again. And she's like, Back off, bro. <laughs> Yo, you, you kind of you real weak right Chill. now. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, it, if she was black. And when he grabbed her, when he grabbed her face, like with the lean in, she would have gave like the meanest shoulder. You know how like 
You know how y'all do like the, the the side head shoulder get off me? Like when you throw the shoulder out the way, like get off me. <laughs> if you don't get off me, man, she'd she get me now. Facts. Uh, because she was not with that, with the shits anymore. She was done. Uh, yes, yeah, like you know, you're not the only one out there with King's blood. So this just goes to clearly they're seeing some real shit in this fire. If she knows where to go to get this King's blood, because she knew exactly where to go, and she looking for. So that means actually this right here, and then later on when she meets up with the Brotherhood, like lets you know, like all right. This god of light is real. Like, this ain't no bullshit. I mean, obviously, we realized that with John later, and then with, you know, Barrett Thundarian. When that, when those scenes yeah. really, we really realized, like, all right. Right. I a, didn't think, I didn't think it was real to, to the, what's, what's his name again? The Broderick? Barrett Thundarian? Yeah, Barrett Thundarian. I didn't really, I didn't think the Lord of Light was real until Barrett. So the walk of punishment for the slaves. Uh, Danny gets to see what that that walk of punishment is when they have all those uh, slaves hanging up on all those road signs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like one like every mile for like yeah, they're miles. mile markers. Yeah, that. So Sir Barrison tells Danny how Rhaegar was a great man. So this, I love that Sir Barrison like lets Danny know that all her family was not crazy. Like her dad may have became the Mad King. But they didn't start off that way. And they weren't all that way. Like, her brother was a great, great man. Like, and he was decent. I want that show after Game of Thrones ends. The uh, Targaryen backstories? Yeah. Like, I want to I see that. Because he was, and, and the crazy thing is, like, he tells her, like, no, I was loyal to your parents. And, you know, I was loyal to them. And he actually killed some of... Robert's men, and that's why Roberts didn't make him like the head of his knight's guard. Like the that's hand. why he ended up. That's why he wasn't in the small council. Because when uh, Jaren asked him, like, "Weren't you in the small council?" and he was like, "Well, you know, Robert didn't want me there because I killed some of his friends." So that's when the head of the uh, king's guard or whatever was no longer on the small council, which is just crazy. Together, like, why would you even keep him? Uh, you can't be kicked out of the King's Guard. I thought that was the thing. You can't leave. I Once mean, you pledge yourself, you can't leave the King's Guard. I mean, when there's a rebellion that revolts in a change of kings, you really expect them to be loyal to you? I mean, I guess maybe you give them a choice. At the same time, he was still loyal to Rob when he was um when he was king. I mean, he was an honorable dude. Like, he was an honorable guy. But, dude, I mean, everybody couldn't have been that nice. Like, it couldn't have been, like, at the end of this battle, like, all right, you know what? We're talking to switch sides. We're good with you now, homie. Like, after they literally were just fighting Robert and the Starks. I think of it as, like, the wall. Like, how they're like, okay, you're either going to submit or you're going to be killed. Like a house elf? Yeah. So Daenerys decides she wants all the Unsullied. Um, and this is when she offers a dragon. And then Jorah and Cerberuson are like, whoa, what are you doing? And she's like, don't you ever question me in front of company. Hey, first off, I'll do what I want with my dragon. Watch your mouth. Check me again. And we're going to have issues. You feel me? 
There's the door. I mean, they ain't really had doors, doors, doors back then, but you know what I'm saying? Just think of the hypothetical door. Just like there's, yeah, there it is. It's over there. You could, you could to the left, to the left. Yeah. When so you, you say something one more game, you gonna be walking back to King's Landing. I mean, we already walked it, but you know, walking, walking. You wouldn't get them, but we'll go. All right, let's go. Let's go. Another side note, as we always do, you said best friendships. Uh-huh. Best character development. The Hound. For me, it's The Hound. Out of every single character on the show? Yeah. Hmm. You got a thing for The Hound. You got a thing for The Hound, just like this this Negroid over here got a thing for Torment. <laughs> no, I mean, I can see The Hound. Like, from where he was, season one, episode one or two, whenever we first see him, to where he is at the end of season yeah, seven. But- Okay, but the, all right. Let me take it back. Let me take it back. Let me take it back. I get what you guys are saying from the question that I asked. Let me let me re- let me replace the question with best starting from the bottom. Now we hear character. Okay, the still really still really ain't nobody though. You know what I'm saying? We really think about it. Yeah, not yet. I mean, he he will become the head of the Brotherhood yes. of Yeah, yeah, probably gonna. So at that point, then he will. Oh. Fantastic character. We love him to death. When we, when we think of the, the level of where he's at and his power, whatever you want to call it in the show, like, mm-hmm. I, he's still. He's I know still, what choice is. Okay. Huh? So, are you sticking with the Hound Armani or are you changing? Mm, come up wise, I'd say John. Like, I know we're all. I feel like Moe's just shooting for the Daniers. He wants someone to jump on his Daniers bandwagon. Mm-hmm. He's talking hey, about man, come on. He's over there with Daniers. Yeah. <laughs> Danny is Bay. You gotta realize she was getting she was she was two seconds away from getting raped by the whole Calazar. You know what I'm saying? If if need be. And now she is the strongest person in the world who don't get burnt. She is the unburnt, or whatever Masande's long list of <laughs> is the breaker of chains, the mother. unburnt mother dragon like this, that whole nine. Stormborn, exactly. You're gonna say Jon Snow, Daenerys, Stormborn, breaker of chains, mother dragons, the unburnt, and then Jon Snow. He's the king of the north. Back <laughs> <laughs> on his name. <laughs> Hey, hey, yo. hey Davos is trash for that. Jon Snow, the king of the north. All right, that's it, B. Look at him like, so you can't just put no no respect on my name, B? Like, I can't. I'm, I was dead, bro. What you mean? I got stabbed eight times. Yeah, that's a hell of introduction. Like, now picture that. Like, they're, if they ended up being, like, king and queen at the end, and they're introducing them, and she got all these titles, and, like, and her husband, Jon Snow. King of the North. King of the North. He wouldn't even be King of the North at that point. Yeah. Jon Snow. <laughs> the ex-King of the North. <laughs> <laughs> Jon Snow. He used, he used to be dead. Now he's alive. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Her nephew. <laughs> right? There it is. That's the one. Uh, your nephew. Jon Snow. Your nephew. What? Uh, that's a so, brand new dragon. Dragons. She had three. She down one, but dragons. 
and she riding them motherfuckers. Okay, so my choice for best starting yeah. from the bottom here. It better be Bay. <laughs> You're right. It is Tormund. <laughs> you know what? Y'all have a good night. <laughs> Y'all are ridiculous. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That, that wasn't really my I was just saying it just a message. Um who I, I actually was gonna say John. I was gonna say John. But comma. Um just for the sake of choosing someone else. Seriously. You gotta go Tyrion then. No, seriously was always no. gonna be that. You were just a murderous. She was a murderous savage. I don't think at any point. I didn't. I didn't ever like watching this see Cersei on the throne, like until it happened. Like at this point, we're like we're like, okay, maybe Danny's gonna get thrown. Maybe John could somehow get this. I don't even think at this point I didn't see John thrown. But we we saw in Danny. You know why I disagree with that statement? Because whether you saw Cersei on the throne or not, she still ran King's Landing. But she, that that she been she been, been running the show. Especially ever uh, since Joffrey, ever since Joffrey died, she been running the show. Are we just going at this point? Or are we going overall? In general, she was running the show to me since season four. Joffrey, well, she was she had her influence. She had her influence along the lines of the kings and the queens. You know what I'm saying? Like she had a strong influence, especially with all little spies and people that would do stuff for her. But once Joffrey got up out of there, she low key been running the show since season four. Actually, you know what? Then in that case, it's probably Varys, because Varys went from a poor boy getting his nuts cut off. To the sitting on the the bo- Speaking of that episode, by the dude that he got in the box next episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about revenge, like we talking about revenge when he telling the sweetest, most intricate, detailed story, mad calm. Popping nails, and all of a sudden he finished, and you open the box, and this boy chilling in the box. <laughs> yeah. Like, please was- help. What? Um, so Varus, I think Varus might be the ultimate come up because I feel like Varus is going to be like last man standing for sure. He, he would hey, definitely real talk, real talk. If that happens, I'm cool with that. Not even gonna lie. Yeah, if Varus yeah. somehow ends up on the Iron Throne. And he, yeah, I'm wouldn't even be mad. I don't think he's up on it, but he's gonna end up being like hand to the dot dot dot. Right, hand to the t- hand to the TBD. Yeah, <laughs> basically, that's what's gonna happen there. I'll go with that. I like Varys. So do I, because he he's really just caring about the the dog. Yeah, I like Varys. Uh, okay, so she offered the da- a dragon for all of the Unsullied and Missandei. Um, and that's when she tells him, don't ever question me again. And this is when, you know, she tells him, she asks Missandei, she's like, no, if you could leave, you go back to your family, you can do whatever you want to, or what you want to do. Um, and this is when, uh, this is actually when she makes the comment, you know, Valermo had, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a You ain't said it. You didn't say it right. No. Dag nabbit. I just can't say it. You know what? <laughs> I you was. Then you just say you don't say anything. 
<laughs> okay, fine. So she you said say, you say VM or something. <laughs> you can't say VD. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right, you're right, you're right. You can't say that. You can't say that. Okay, so this is when uh, she says, like, all men must die. Um, and then Danny's like, well, we are we are men. Like, or no, and she responds with, all men must serve. No, all men must serve, and then all men must die. But, you know, we're no men. Yo, that shit right there, I'm not going to lie. I quoted that for mad long after watching this. When I first watched this, that was like my tagline on Mad Shit. I'm pretty sure on my Xbox account, my PlayStation account, on Twitter, on Facebook. That Which was one like was that? Long. When she was like, well, we are no men. So, <clears throat> Tyrion gets made the master of coin. Uh, Pod gets a girl or three. He got like four. He right. got a whole room of women. Uh... <laughs> That was such a cute scene for him. Like, cause his face was just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with all this? Um, that was funny. And you know, then, you know, that's really funny. Granted, I know, I know Pod isn't gay. But like, <laughs> I watched the Joe Button podcast, or listen, whatever you want to call it. And I got to send you guys a video of this hilarious uh, story called The Story of Antoine. Yes, it's it's all relative to what we're talking about because obviously we know from the storyline he acting like he don't know what to do with them girls but then we cut scene later (laughs) when they're trying to figure out (laughs) how was the moment with Pod and they just like look Girls, they know what to do with that boy. He was yeah. special. That <laughs> reminds me of the story of Antoine. So I got a sentence. So you basically the gist is Joe had a, you know, he had a house stripper party, a whole bunch of strippers in there, and it was him and like two of his boys, two or three of his boys, and then Antoine. Antoine was like they said he, he never came out as gay, but he was in the closet. And <laughs> I guess the strippers was like, come here, little gay boy. We're going to turn you out or whatever. And they said one stripper took him in there. He was like, 10 minutes went by. <laughs> He's like, they ain't come out. So he's like, another stripper went in. So another five minutes went by. And another stripper went there. He said, ain't nobody come out. So Joe was like, this is enough. And he went in there. <laughs> he said, I went in there. He said he kicked the door down. He said he started screaming. <laughs> he said, ah! He said, this boy Anton Dick was to the ground. <laughs> and he took off running. Like, yo, listen. Took off running. Went to his boy. He was like, hey, what they doing there? He was like, man, they, they all in there. <laughs> yo, I got it. Obviously, they would tell it funnier than I would. But he was just like, Anton wore them girls out. And they didn't even, real- they didn't even really realize it. And it kind of reminded me of that pod story because clearly pod was in there putting work in. Mm-hmm. Shout, shout out to them. <laughs> they let him keep his money. Right. It's to the point to where they ain't even taking your bread. <laughs> you doing them a service. What? That's crazy. Will Fair going to put pod to work. Like <laughs> <laughs> us got in there. Oh yeah, Loris's boyfriend. 
um, no, Loris's downfall because that was the motherfucker who ratted on Sir Loris. I thought his, I thought um, Cersei's cousin was the one that ratted on Loris. She he ratted on Cersei because he told them the shit that him and Cersei were doing, and then they brought in that dude and he narked on Loris. Oh, okay. And then he's the one who also got Marjorie caught up because he was like, well, Marjorie walked in because that time when Marjorie had walked in on them and she literally just sat on the bed and she's like, um, how about you shit and go? We got shit. Mm-hmm. It looked like that kind of white boy that would just like go like snitch. Yeah, like he like he don't want to call on the cops for loud noise. <laughs> Mad just unseasoned chicken. So, okay. Um, we learned that Littlefinger grows millions. What the fuck happened to Theon here? Because my only note is Theon thought. Oh, when, um, this was when Ramsay had him running around the castle, or like the <laughs> castle grounds, and he was trying to get him to tell him what happened with Brandon Rickon. It's like when he took him, he basically took him in a whole circle. Because he's like, all right, your sister's here. She sent me to come get you. That's right. And I'm going to take you. And then he took him to that grate. And Theon was like, I didn't even kill the Stark boys. It was just some random boys. And he's like, okay, all right. Your sister's right over here. Yes. Dungeon. <laughs> that's, not a, that's, not a, that's not a red flag. But my thing is, that's not a red flag to you in your head. Just, oh, okay. You're just murdering people. Like, like it's nothing. All right. Hey, you want to come in here now? What? No, that was so grimy. You would just think for the fact that Theon grew up in the north, he would know where they were going. Like, how did he not know that that was a passageway to the dungeons? Because they were still uh, in Winterfell. Yeah, 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 that's a good point. Like, how did Theon not know where the fuck they was at? Like, how does Ramsay know... Well, okay, take that back. Were they at Moat Kaelin? Or were they at Winterfell? No, they weren't at Winterfell. They were at Moat Kaelin. Okay. So that, yeah. Okay, that made more sense. Because I was about to say the same thing. Like, what? you're right. How the fuck did he not know the grounds of Winterfell? But if they were at Moat Kaelin, which I think they were. Yeah, I think they were at Moat Kaelin. So JV saves Bran, but loses his hand in the process. The process. He gave up a hand. That was one of the coolest scenes of the show to me. Or not, not coolest, but like, well shot. Like, like you watched that and you were just like, you knew it was going to cut credits. Like, that was, in my opinion, it's one of the hardest scenes. And the fucker who cut his hand off, I, until, again, rewatching this, did not place him at the wall. Because he ends up on the wall later. He mm-hmm. ends up with John later. And it was like, yo, I didn't even realize that was the same. Yeah, that's who Ramsey sends to kill John. Because he he doesn't want to ever be potentially challenged by a Stark, even if it's just a bastard. Oh, bitch ass! <laughs> and the certain, the certain characters in this show that I would just like the punch in the face. Girl, like just no, not a punch in the face, but just too tickled to see y'all get the fuck out of here. Too tickled. Yeah, I was th- thrilled. It was about. Ooh, 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 I got another one. I got another one. I can probably my favorite one so far. Top five of the characters that you wanted to see get the fuck out of here. Oh. Okay. Ooh, I got that was a good one. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> listen, you know my number one. Oh, number one. He's 
he might be number one, and then the next is like tied for third, two tied for thirds or something. Because Joffrey, man, you know how I feel about them little bitch asses. Joffrey <laughs> has to get up out of here. Okay, so who's your top five? My top five? All right. Joffrey had to get up out of here. I like, you, you know, I like villains, but there was just a certain point where Ramsey would just overkill. Uh-huh. And I was just like, all right, now you're really doing, you're being extra trying to do the most to be the bad guy. So I didn't like that. Uh, what's the dude? Was it Alistair? Sir the, the dude that killed John, the main the main guy that yeah. didn't like John at the Castle Black. Yeah, that was Sir uh, Alistair Thorne. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Sir, Sir Alistair, I didn't like him. He, he take take kick kick two rocks and get all the way up out of here. Hey, Craster, Craster had to go. I grant, <laughs> I know he wasn't like the oh, biggest. Huh? I said King Creepy. Yeah, like I know he wasn't like the big. He he didn't have like the biggest role, but he was immediately on my nerves. Like out the gate, I was like, "Bro, and you acting crazy on these dudes? They just trying to come get a little bit of food, you know what I'm saying? Spend a night, so they can get some rest and slide, and you just being like, nah. And then you you bragging and boasting that you're killing sons, and you got 99 wives, and they your daughter. Like, yo." Yo, yo, we talked about the incest. Yo. And he was the king of it for sure. Yo, yo. So who was like his main wife? Like, where was that lady at who birthed like these first girls? Mm. It's kind of old. (laughs) (laughs) And then obviously my number five, we just discussed it a second ago, was probably Kyber. Get him up out of here, B. Okay, that's a pretty solid five. Armani, anybody... You'd put on the list that wasn't in that list? Water Frey. Because I feel like he's right up there with Craster. Like, I was just like, I was immediately just like, yeah, nah. He he needs to go. See, but the reason why I probably, the two reasons why I probably didn't put Water on the list is one, he was like the old creepy man. Like, he, I'm, this is going to sound awful because I don't want to sound this. No. He's like har- he's like harmless. Like he's bad. He's not good. But it's just like I can punch you in the face and kill you. Like at least Craster <laughs> would look like a fat old dude. He wanted to fight everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like Walter wouldn't fight nobody. He was getting other people to fight his battles. Like you was the real creepy old dude. And then too, like you really, 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 really got what's coming to you. That was amazing. Like Craster just got the one two, and you you got up out of there. <laughs> Young, 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 young Ari took her sweet time with that man. Like, fed, fed him the, fed him the pie. Like, you know what I'm saying? She, there was a full-on plot plan for that. Get yeah, the my fuck lord. Right. <laughs> huh? When she was like, right here, my lord. Yeah, yeah. like, it was full plot plan. Pull a, pull a, <laughs> the face, the mask off, like. Hit you with the one two, yeah. It was a plot behind that. So, uh. so I would say the one person who was not on that list, because that's definitely just the list that I would add, um, was Peter Baelish. I was fucking ready, and I didn't think the moment was gonna come. 
Like I was, I was over him. I was over Petty a lot. And Littlefinger played double dutch too much for me. Like, so that's why that was another reason why I couldn't he wouldn't be able because he'd sometimes he'd do something good and other times he'd be the biggest piece of shit ever. So I'm just like no. ah. once we found out that that was his knife, yeah. and like he was the one who set all this shit in motion. Yeah. Yeah, like once we found out he was the one that killed Robert Aaron. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was like, damn. Like you literally, this is all your fault. It's not even Brand's fault right now. It's your fault. And then, which also, I guess, that takes us into when Brand found that out. Did did we do we get the whole Night King King? Was because Brand was trying to go back and stop that? Maybe. <laughs> stop what? Stop him from killing Robert Aaron? Yeah, like trying to stop yeah. this. Whole- and he had to go back so far and was like in there so long and then you know he fucked shit up because you would assume that Bran knows that I honestly no because I feel like now that Bran is the three-eyed raven okay so at first when he was first having his little powers and kept going back he hadn't taken on the full responsibility of knowing everything and trying to go back and change things like okay so yeah he was still trying to go back and change things like he's like okay he wasn't taking it as this is my knowledge. He was like, this is my opportunity to fix stuff. But now that he's the three-eyed raven, he's like in that monotone state. He's kind of just like, I'm more of a record keeper than the fixer. I guess I can see that. Because he didn't even know the full Rhaegar story until um, Sam filled in the gap there. And then he went back to that moment and watched it again. And that's when we fully seen it. Because it was Sam who told Bran that no, that marriage was annulled and his marriage to Liana was like legit. Mm-hmm. So maybe he doesn't know all the shit we think he knows. I think it's one of the things where it's like he doesn't know like he doesn't have all this knowledge just sucked into his head at once. But it's like he can go back and get it. Alright, so I still hate Littlefinger. <laughs> <laughs> Littlefinger's still trash. Uh yeah, but I think that's that's probably the fair fair list of people who are ready to get the fuck up out of here. Yeah, All right, hey, 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 I got one. So opposite of that, who has died that you would bring back? Thank oh, you. That's my number one. She's my number one character. Period. Who? Lady Olena. Oh yeah, I mean, hundred percent number one. Number two, y'all gonna laugh. y'all gonna laugh. Take a guess. Let's see if y'all on the same wavelength. Take a guess. If I say y'all gonna laugh, who's my number two? Come on. See if you got this ESP popping. Well, we know it's not Cal Drago. (laughs) He's on the the list, though. He's on my list. It's no no order. It's no order. But just know, I was saying, y'all gonna laugh at my number two. All right, come on now. <laughs> I said why are you drawing the biggest blank? Uh, Egret. No, why would I laugh at Egret? Why would you laugh at Egret? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out who. Yeah, I was like, who am I laughing? Laughing. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, that doesn't make me want to laugh. It makes me want to cry. Oh, I thought so. I mean, yeah, hold on. It's cool, man. I mean, hold on back. 
Hodor deserves to come back. Hodor, Lady O, number one. Hodor, Kyle, obviously. You know what I'm saying? That boy is a, a super savage. Oh, he fucked uh, John up. <laughs> huh? I said he will fuck John up. Oh, yeah, now John's got a chance. He, he would be warden in the north. <laughs> <laughs> in the cold. No, damn well, he don't need to be in the cold. No, fuck that. I ain't bringing that back. He was hard. <laughs> um, I, I would bring back Catlin, just so she can see her kids, like where they're at. Oh, right yeah. Now. There you go. There you go. There's your last two. Cat and Rob. Yeah. Cat and Rob, for sure. Or, you know what? No. What's his face? Uh, Rick on. Hey, get him out of here, man. I want to see this. So what? You gonna bring you gonna bring him back so he can have his two appearances a season in the crypt? <laughs> him and Shaggy Dog. Oh right, fuck right. that! I'm Shaggy Dog. I'm bringing oh, back. Oh yeah, we could bring back Direwolves. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing back Summer. Like I'm just bringing yeah. back. All- yeah. Hell yeah, we bring it back two Direwolves. Fuck the kids. Oh, Honestly, my number three would be Marcella for Jamie. Marcella and Tommen. Because that scene where Marcella was talking to Jamie on that boat. She told him she knew that he was her dad. Yeah. I would agree. I, I would. Well, he going to die. So, I mean, <laughs> up until that point. Yeah. Yeah. Marcella. Uh, Nah, I don't care for the incest, so you know how I feel. Family that genuinely loved him. Get that out of here. (laughs) These incest babies. Now, if I had to make a real list, I would say, yes, Lady O1, Kyle 2. Hodor is probably, like, number five. Uh, I like Rob. I would say Rob is at three. And number four... Uh... Who died, who died, who died, who died, who died, who died? Who died, who died, who died, did I like? Who oh, I can't think of. Who died, who died, who? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, who died? <laughs> she didn't get the reference. Right. It's probably Summer. Fuck that. Fuck Ned. Fuck Catelyn. Get this, get this work, Summer. They did you dirty, and they had you walk around. Do we got anything else from these episodes? Any other takeaways? So next episode, we'll be covering season three, episodes four, five, and six. This is when like shit really heats up. Like it gets good. These are three episodes. This is when the show turns it on. That was a whole ass podcast. So until next time. Take care of yourselves and be good to each other.